Joe, are you superstitious? I'm just a little stitious. I knew that was coming. I could see that a mile away. <laughs> I know you're Wait, a spooky sometimes, man. Sometimes, yeah. So, yeah, I must, I've been called that. Do you have any, like, superstitious traditions you have to do? Uh, you know, I guess not, tr- like, are you talking, like, OCD things or, like, uh, don't throw a baseball at a mirror, don't walk under ladders, that kind of thing? Uh, kind of free-form response because I have okay. some, but all of mine are sports-related. Oh, okay. Let's so, hear it. So, I was thinking about this today. I have always been superstitious, but I'm not spooky. I think that's pretty well defined. I'm not right. spooky. So, I posed this question to yeah. Katie beforehand to make sure like I knew what I was what I was getting into. And she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, well like if I don't if I see one of those posts that's like tag your friends or else something bad's going to happen." She's like, "I get spooked out by that." Like that's kind of like her superstition is she thinks huh. those like and i thought that was uh interesting because i've never once taken those seriously um yeah but mine when i think back to it so in high school i wrestled that was my thing and i always right. had to wear mid-calf nike socks oh okay that was they were the only socks that i could wear when i was wrestling um gotcha. and my senior year i was pretty good and i was convinced it was the mm-hmm. socks and I was convinced it was because was <laughs> one set. So tournaments were all day on Saturday. You left at like five 30 in the morning on Saturday and didn't get home till like four o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Right. I'm running out. I forgot to throw a pair of socks in my bag. And the only socks I had in my locker were under armor. I'm a Nike. I'm mm. a Nike sock man. Cause I wore Nike shoes, Nike wrestling shoes. Gotcha. So I was like, screw it. These are the only socks I have. I have to wear the, the under armor ones. And they were a little too short. And that was my worst tournament of the year. Oh, disappointing. And so ever since then, I was like, it's, I have to wear these socks and I never forgot my socks again. I had to wear those socks. Um, and I was thinking about that and I was like, yeah, it's like in a high school, you know, in high school sports, but I realized I'm, I still do it without realizing it. And I mentioned Mm. when we got on the call, that I'm wearing my hat. I bought a new hat. I sent it to you guys. I got a nice new Red Wings hat. The Red Wing season started last Thursday. I ordered this hat the yeah. week before because I wanted a new hat for hockey season. Right. It didn't come in time. It was coming on Friday. And they oh, uh, they had mm. their first game on Thursday. I texted our buddy DeRosa and I was like, just so you know, the Wings lose tonight because I didn't get my hat. Half joking, you know, in that moment. <laughs> and then lo and behold, the Red Wings lost. Right. They lost that first game. Oh, no. But then we, him and I went to, so my hat comes on Friday. We went to the home opener on Saturday when they played at home. I had my hat and they were going to win. And they Mm -hmm. haven't lost since. Dang. And so I was, and today I wasn't even wearing a hat. I showered this morning, brushed the hair out. I was fine. I wasn't even wearing a hat. I had to go upstairs before the game started and put my hat on just in case. Yeah. Because if they didn't, if if I wasn't wearing it and they lost, it's on me. It's on me. Hat. That's on you. Uh, yeah, and you can't live with yourself. Detroit would come storm your house. Fun fact: the Lions. I wore just uh, for the Kansas City game. I only wore my Lions hat. Okay. Second okay. game against the Seahawks, I wore my jersey and my hat, and they lost in overtime. And they lost. Yeah. Every other week since, only hat, only wins. 
only had only wins. And since then, Taylor Swift has been introduced into the NFL game. Maybe Taylor Swift is the Lions' lucky charm. I'm telling you, could be, could be. And so uh, be. that's my superstition. I have to. Uh, it's the hats, Joe. It's the hats. It it's got to be the hats. That's interesting. Uh, I do not have that. Uh, I would hope not. You, you don't know, really watch sports. I, you, hey, I'm getting there, man. That's I'm true. A, I'm a Lions guy now. Who isn't Big a Lions, Lions guy, guy now? Everybody, the Lions are great. The Lions are great. Um, man, you better wear a hat to Kevin's wedding. I uh, it's the Red Wings play on Saturday. Michigan plays on Saturday. I'm gonna have and I, I'm gonna be in a suit. I'm not gonna be in any sports uh, gear. What am I gonna do? Uh, I guess it's a real test. Well, I have to Good see. Think we'll be in Detroit, so we can throw you to the Lions. Well, well you, the, the metaphorical Lions, not the Detroit Lions. You know, I would not hold my lose, own against we the can Lions. Just, we can just throw you out a window. Detroit can have you. We can all go on about our day. I think that's fair. I think that's the only react, like the only rational way to to respond to this. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, it's been so long. How the heck are you? It's been a while, Joe. It has been... It's been a while. Fall's been wild for us. It's been busy. You know, we made this, like, uh, a couple episodes where we're like, we're going to try and get... We're, we're going to try and record and stay on a schedule and get on it, <laughs> and it's just busy i can't believe it i like it's i know the reason for it so one the kids you know being in school and now both kids like juggling schedules and bedtimes and things like that are just twice as exhausting um katie's school is extra hard this year she actually has um like a very difficult class she has a couple uh special needs Mm. students in her class which is just making it that much more difficult uh, so like her energy levels are down and when you're in a partnership marriage and one person's energy levels are down, you know, there's got to find the room for the other. And then sometimes it just doesn't work. So, yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's, uh, been wild. It's, it's, it's tough. Um, yeah. So we've just been, we've just been busy. We've got a lot going on fall. I feel like September and October, at least for the Lopez family is usually pretty stacked. Like, Every weekend we're doing something. We've always got something going on. Um, but at, come November, things usually slow down for us. Uh, so maybe November we'll get back to it. Well, um, the winter time I feel like is better. So you know what it is? It's Spook- better for everything. Spooky season is busy. Christmas season yeah. is chill. <laughs> Everybody knows that. That's true. That That's true. That two days that you have of Christmas season uh, is so chill. I say that, but like, come November first, I'm I'm turning on 100.3 and and listening to Christmas music. You have to, Wait, Katie. Everybody right. knows this. Katie starts listening to Christmas music far too early, but yeah. she has graduated from like the the traditional Christmas music to what she does now is goes on YouTube and finds like ambient scenes that are playing like Christmas mm. jazz in the background. Yeah. And that's so basically like 
Yule logs and like a, a scene of like a New York diner with snow falling and playing Christmas jazz. God, we're so different. I this this is <laughs> I'm like throw up a cemetery. Let me hear some owls who some bats. <laughs> it is. I don't mind it. I don't seek it out. I don't think I would go and actually yeah. like put it on. I still uh, hold out the Christmas music until it's a little bit colder. Um, yeah. I have this, uh, this, this fall has been a yo-yo for me. Uh, and I know why it's cause uh, it's cause Will's birthday, like just threw a wrench in like the normal progression of how the fall goes, right? Like normally the right. month of September is to ease ourselves into the school year and get schedules going. Then October is the, the time that you're like in it and going and prepping for like Halloween. And then November yeah. hits, blah, blah, blah. We're thrown off by, by Will's birthday. But Katie sent me the schedule for leaf pickup the other day for our neighborhood. Um, okay. And I was like, that's so far away. It's still summertime. No, it's not. It's the middle of October. Yeah. And then the other We're day, it, baby. I went out to rake and there's not enough leaves on the ground. I was like, maybe it is. Maybe it is the middle of summer still, and I haven't even noticed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Pretty soon your gutters are going to be full. Or not your gutters. Well, yes, your gutters. The gutters. And your storm drains, and you're going to have to be out there again with a hockey stick or something. I or mean, backpack blower guy is just going to be out there. It is. It's getting to that season. Uh, Tom and I did the most, like, uh, man thing of all time before Will's birthday. Katie asked Tom to come over and help with some of the, like the projects that needed to get done around the house. Like I needed to hang yeah. uh, a vent still that hadn't been hung up and like the, the couple of things. And uh, what we did instead was reattach the gutters and then clean them thoroughly and get all the clogs out of the drains. Yeah. You got, you got to get those things prepped. You know, coming. things that the party goers are really going to notice when we reattach the gutter and clean out the yeah. drains. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so how, how have you guys been? What have you been up to? Man, we've been good. I it is it has been busy. I think the biggest change that that I've noticed this fall and like scheduling. So, um, well, first off, this weekend is is going to be crazy. We we got friend of the pod Kevin. He's getting married. Congrats, Kevin. We're all gonna be yeah. there. Um, on top of that, Katie's mom is getting her knee replaced tomorrow. Oh wow! Yeah, so. Um, Katie's going to stay home for a few weeks to, to take care of the kids, take care of her mom. Um, which is just going to throw a whole big whirly bird into everything else that's going on. But, um, it's been, uh, it's been good, but like just adding in that kind of chaos and, and busyness this week. But, uh, I feel like we've had a couple of big, like landmark points in this, uh, in this fall season, which we don't normally have. Normally it's like, a weekends are busy but like they're little things like a uh, your party or you know we have zubu or something like that but it's been like right big landmark so like will's birthday at the end of september kevin's wedding middle of october we have another friend's wedding at the beginning of november you know and then lions game on thanksgiving it's just like boom 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 big landmark right. uh like events not just like little things here and there so i think that's been it's made it feel a lot busier because normally when it's a little things, you like look back on the weekend, you're like, we were busy this weekend when they're like big right. events. You're like looking at them. You're like, okay, we got a big thing coming in. Like my mom's flying in tomorrow. We got to get the house ready. We got to make sure everything's put together. We got to make sure, you know, our plans laid out for the kids and things like that. Um, so just, uh, 
been a little crazier like that, like a bit more, a uh, bit more wild this this uh, this fall. Yeah, yeah. How's uh, how's Ben doing in preschool? You know, he's doing really well. Um, one funny thing that Katie said is is a preschool like uh, staple that I didn't realize. Ben sings a lot more now because they sing songs in preschool. Oh, interesting. But he doesn't. He does sing like "Wheels on the Bus" is one of his favorites. He'll every now and again he'll just like start singing it, which is very cute. Um, but he will sing like the other day. Someone was driving down the road and had their like their music up pretty loud. You could hear it outside of their car, and it was "Dial Drunk" by Noah yeah. Khan. Uh, and he just started yeah. singing it while we were walk. Him and I were walking back from the park, and he just started singing along to the music. It's one of my favorite yeah. songs. I'm not surprised he knows the words, but like, oh right uh it was uh it was very cute so um little things like that so um school's going really well um he has not ever once looked back and like worried about me not being there he just walks right in and goes right to school uh which is great um so yeah that's great uh on the other hand he's an absolute nightmare at home just an absolute nightmare just a menace (laughs) that destroys the house and doesn't listen and uh doesn't eat and he's just a full-blown crazy toddler now um yeah and boy is that not easy um god no i am sure that our kids are are roughly the same distance and age apart from each other um yeah this three and one year old combo might be the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life oh man it's awful it's (laughs) it's <laughs> it's so bad it is and like as they get older it gets like the three and a half one and a half like oh man oh buddy i am in it it's tough i keep thinking it's going to get better which is i was telling this to katie today when we were doing dishes i was like here's the problem i keep saying it's only a little bit longer than it'll get better only a little bit longer and get better what if it never does what if this is it what if this is the life joe I I think this is it. I think this is what we live in now. It's just the constant, you know, one day, one day they'll learn and then they're 18 and they still don't learn. And so I remember we, you and I talked about this on the podcast when you were, your kids were going through this. Ben's in a big, my toy phase, even though we've explained like these are our toys and things like that. I think Will is starting to get to the age that he wants to play, but he still doesn't know how. So instead of playing, he destroys, right? Ben's had this big, his big thing right now is lining up all of his cars. He'll go, daddy, I'm lining them up for the airport. Uh, And it's really cute. And he lined, (laughs) he has like 800 cars in our house. So Joe, I kid you not. There's like a lot. He like snakes them through the living room. It takes up the whole living room, snakes, all of his cars through the living room, takes the whole living room. Um, I have to hold Will during it. If Will's not napping, I have to hold him while Ben's doing this because if not, he'll just go through and push all the cars away and like just, Russell Mott, because that's him playing. That's how Will plays is just, you know, rustling and destroying. And Ben is trying to be organized and like line all of his cars up. And I, yeah, it's like Ben doesn't want Will to play with his toys. Daddy, come take Pootie. Daddy, come take Pootie. Um, but then like he takes up the whole living room. I can't even like try and distract Will by playing with other toys because Ben's taking up the whole living room. It's just, uh, that's one little thing. Um, Will is yeah. is walking now. He just really started to get into it. He like is, he's probably about fifty fifty, maybe sixty forty crawling still, but he's starting to get to that okay. like tipping point. Um, and it's great, except he has no balance. And Ben, 
sprints mm-hmm. around our house at top speed. Hip checks left right. and right. I'm talking just full on body checks. Uh, and then like he'll be like, Pootie, come this way and grab his arm and drag him along because he doesn't understand. Yeah. It's just a constant. I truly feel like a full-time 24-7 NHL referee where I'm just breaking up, you know, tussles and fights and hip checks and and, and holding and things like that. It's it's just, it's wild all the time. Um, And yeah, it is. So that's them two together. And then the other side of it is, Ben just doesn't listen. He just chooses not to listen anymore. Yeah. Ugh, it is that's rough. full three-year-old. I, I'm trying to figure out how to like talk him through this phase because it's the only thing you can do is try. Um, and it's yeah. like, you know, the Bluey episode where Bandit teaches her to put her arm, her hand on his arm while he's talking to adults. Yes. We've worked on that. We've used that Bluey episode as reference. Has not stuck. Has not sunk in. And it's yeah. like Katie and I will be having a conversation in the car and he'll just sit in his car seat. Mommy, mommy, mama, mama, mommy, mama. Like, my man, this is not... I know everybody said it. This is very stereotypical toddler behavior, but nothing can prepare you for the moment that you're just in it all the time. Yeah. it's uh, It doesn't get easier at all. And, like, Cor- Cora and Gray are still at it, right? Like, Grayson's not the age where he's, you know, fully, not fully independent, but, like, fairly independent mm-hmm. and wants to play, too. But, you know, Cora wants to play one way. Grace wants to play another, so they fight all the time. Cora's also a menace, you know? Yeah. Like, just... Big, bossy, older sister. Yeah, and just, like, so hard sometimes listening to rules and um just like whines and wants and needs and like so hard to just um be positive around her sometimes that <laughs> is 100% the hardest part i gentle parenting as like a the hard part about and, and I use gentle parenting in quotes because I think it's just the, our style of parenting. It's not like a conscious like uh, rule book that we follow. We just try and be gentle with our kids. Um, but yeah. like in doing that, the hard part when he was young, and I'm going to use just Ben as an example because we're not there with Will yet, but like they don't quite understand what you're saying, right? Like we have to talk this mm-hmm. out. We have to work through this. We can't just yell when we're upset. Things like that, right? And they don't really understand, but you're doing it anyway, trying to instill those. The hardest part about doing that to a toddler is when they actively disobey you and then laugh at you about it. Yes. And you're like, kid, I could throttle you right now. You, (laughs) I cannot believe, and and the, uh, the sheer audacity of toddlers. Yeah. It's, uh, my favorite thing is when you tell Cora, like, I don't know, don't rip that paper, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. She does this thing, like, I say favorite. It's not my favorite. Uh, but she does this thing where she'll, like, turn her head down, but then look at you, like, from the corner of her eye. So, like, she's watching you watch her. Mm-hmm. And then she'll just, like, start ripping the paper as she's looking at you. Ben does the same uh, thing. The same. It's... it's- Oh, it's tough. 
I, I was talking to Katie's mom about it. She's like, he does this thing where like he like half smiles and looks at you at the corner of your eye when he's doing something naughty. I'm like, yes, it drives me nuts. Yeah. It drives me Ooh. nuts. Yes. Yeah. That and like the same thing. Like she wants to play with Grayson, but she's playing really rough with him. But then she's also doing it because she knows that she's playing by pushing him down and she doesn't in quotation realize she's pushing him down but she really does mm. so she'll just like keep pushing him down and be like we're playing what we're playing he's having fun I'm like stop it you're not playing you're beating him up does grayson laugh does he like getting beat up yeah he does so does will <laughs> drives me nuts i i had to have this talk with yeah. my mom because my, ben used to get really crazy when he would facetime my mom because he's on the phone, grandma, all of this stuff. He would just get crazy, run around the house. Yeah. And then he would do something naughty. Like, he'd be crazy, that's fine. And then he'd do something naughty. And my mom would laugh on the phone because my mom doesn't have to deal with it and thinks it's right. funny. And I had to have a talk. I was like, you have to point the camera away and not show that you're laughing because that is just negative reinforcement. And I can't tell <laughs> right. my one-year-old to stop laughing when my three-year-old's being naughty because that's negative reinforcement. <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah they uh it's just so hard because cora is just so defiant sometimes and just like sunday sunday we had a festival in tecumseh and we were walking around and she saw a pikachu doll and i walked past it she said, I want that. I was like, listen, I don't think we need it right now. And mm -hmm. then she started whining and crying and had like a fit in the middle of a sidewalk. And Kayla and I looked at each other and I was like, I don't want to get it, give it to her because we're giving her what she wants. I'm with you. But, I'm following the story because it hurts my heart yeah. because it, it's that feeling of I said no. Clearly it was more important to them than it was to right. me because like you saying no wasn't a no that's bad for you no it's a, it's just hey we have so many toys and dolls and stuffed animals in our house we don't need more but then it clearly exactly. she's showing that it means a lot more to her than it did to you but now you don't want to give it to yeah. her because of the negative reinforcement behind it of if you throw a fit you'll get what you want exactly so Kayla looked at me and I was like, oh my God. I was like, all right, Cora, if I give you this, this doll, this is the last, like nothing more today. Like we can have some food and that's it. Like not, you can't get something from every booth. You can't get something from every store that we walk in. Um, so she's like, okay. So I went and I got her this $15 Pikachu doll and fine. Cool. She loved it. As we were, Ending down the day, I went to grab food, and Kayla and the kids walked into a toy into a toy store, and uh, they were getting kind of whiny. Grayson needed to be held the whole time, uh, and Cora was just kind of like getting antsy, like wanted to walk around, and um, it was kind of hard because it's packed and they don't close down the streets, and mm -hmm. so it's just it's just tough to walk around, but. Um, we we left and Cora's just like huffing and puffing and like crying because she saw toys that she wanted in the toy store and we were like no we told you this this is it and then she goes on the I don't want Pikachu anymore yes. I don't like Pikachu anymore I want this and like listen kid I'm sorry and 
she that's when she like stopped in the middle of the sidewalk like laid down just screamed about it like as loud as she could and kayla's like oh okay and just like picked cora up and we just like booked it um and then that whole rest of the day uh we got home we rested whatever but that whole day she was just like i need this i need you to do this for me get me cookies get me candy get me you know you know not using her manners not asking get me this get me that you know making bad choices throwing bowls or whatever it might be mm-hmm. and like sunday night rolled around and kayla and i looked at each other and, and we were just like we are so done with our kids in this moment like yes go to bed like we can't handle you right now um and then Grayson, on the other hand, is our sensitive, emotional boy. Mm. And clingy. He's so clingy. Like, and so... It must be a second, it must the, be a second child thing, because Pootie's the same way. I, he... The other thing is, and it's funny, he's showing very typical second child... As a second child, I can, I can identify the signs. Very typical second child things of, like, he won't go to bed when Ben goes to bed. He has to stay up a little bit later. And in that like 30 yeah. minutes, 45 minutes that he's awake and Ben's asleep, it's the happiest he'll be all day. He's just playing mm. with his toys, crawling around the living room, having a great time. Yeah. But when Ben's out, Will is clingy and, you know, right. has to be around and like, uh, very easy to cry, full alligator tears. Like Ben never full alligator teared at all. Ben was was mm. you know also a very I'll just figure it out. You know if if you're not gonna give it to me, I'll just yeah. figure it out. Which makes for an even worse toddler. I can get into that too. He's very much like doesn't understand if he wants something why he can't have it. I think that's a big thing for yeah. him right now is like because when he was a baby, if he wanted something and I wasn't getting it for him right away, he'd find a way to go get it. Right. Like he learned how to open the fridge and get a pouch by himself when he was like one, because that's gotcha. just the kind of kid he is. Right. Will's not at all right. like that. <laughs> not even a little bit. He'll just sit and cry yeah. until he gets what he wants. Yeah. It's uh Gray's kind of the same way. Um, great. Like I said, he's just so clingy that like, there's evenings where I get very frustrated with my kids because they like, it's the end of the day. Everybody's tired. I work, whatever it might be. And I'm just like, Grayson just needs to be on me. And like, we'll just like walk right next to me or sit on me the entire time or climb on me. And I just like get over stimulated by the touching of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, stop, like give me like, just back away. My kids also use me as a jungle gym a lot, mm. which Kayla notices it. Um, as it frustrates me, like I'm like laying down on the floor. My mistake for laying on the floor, but That's, like yeah, at that moment, both kids will jump and like run on me and climb on me, and I'm like, it's fun for a few minutes. I'm like, okay, get off me, stop. And then yeah, when I yeah. say stop, like don't don't like I don't want that anymore. Cora has a fit and breaks down. I was like, but I want to play, and I'm like, listen, just stop. Like, give me a few minutes. Um. So that's going on, but uh, with Gray, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, he's tough when it comes to, like, sleeping still, like, he, he's tired, but won't go to bed, mm-hmm. like, fighting that sleep, um, and he's also just, like, 
he can't be trusted with anything because he'll oh. like food wise he'll make a mess out of it yes <laughs> toy like anything that's not one solid piece will just like come apart or get flown around or whatever you know so like he wants to eat out in the living room with Cora, which is fine. We can do that. But, like, if it's a bowl of cereal, chances are, like, he's going to start eating that cereal with his hands and, like, milk's going to get all over the place. Cheerios are going to mm. get everywhere, whatever it might be. Or, like, a banana. He loves bananas. Like, and I love that he loves bananas. Like, he loves bananas. But, like, he takes bites of it, and then the banana, like, just gets smushed in a hand and, like, rubbed all over the couch. Oh, yeah. Ooh. You know, like stuff like that is like I'm like, dude, just stop moving for one second. Um, Will yeah, eats everything. Everything goes in the mouth. Does he? Like so much worse than what Ben was oh, at this things age. That shouldn't like everything, <laughs> everything. He eats food, which he's really great about eating food. In fact, he eats too much food and gets himself That's constipated good. because he eats too much food. <laughs> uh, we had this issue the other day where he like wasn't con- he was constipated for like a day and then pooped for like a day and a half straight um oh wow he just because he's still young and like getting used to food and like he's no longer like katie still breastfeeds but it's more of a, a like drink than it is a food supplement now right like he's at that tipping point right um anyway everything like today ben had a toy catalog that like you know one of those paper like toy catalogs whatever from yeah. um this like wooden toy company that we buy toys from and he was looking through it, and then he gave it to Will, and you know, here, Pootie, and handed it to him. And he just takes it, bites one of the pages off, <laughs> starts chewing on it. I'm like, what are you? What is this? Yeah. And that's, he will just chew and bite everything. Um, and Ugh. so, like, we're constantly following. He's, and we don't have a dog around the house. You guys don't either. And so, like, there are little pieces of food, old food, little crumbs and yeah. stuff that are just on the floor that I'm constantly watching him because I have to pull something out of his mouth once every 15 minutes. Yeah. It's a uh, gray. He still does it, but not as much as he did when he was more like Will's age, you know, at Will's age, a little bit after that, he was definitely putting more in his mouth, but he still puts things in his mouth and it's infuriating because he'll hide things in his mouth. Um, the other day, Kayla was making like some garland Mm -hmm. and she had some um, little plastic star beads that she was putting on it. And there was also like treats around or whatever. And Grayson had gone up on the counter, not gone up on the counter. We have like um, stools up to our counter so that the kids can stand at the counter with us while we're standing around the counter. And he had gotten up there and then went down or whatever. And I like looked at him a few minutes later and his mouth is just full and I look at him. I was like, Grayson, do you have something? Like, are you eating something? And he's like, woo, woo, woo. and I hand. He's very good at spitting things out. He's That's a very good, good spitter. Uh, I handed my hand out. I was like, spit it out. And he spat out probably five of these star beads. Oh. And I was like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, you cannot eat these. Um. He's also really good at drinking tub water. He's that, a master at it. My kids <laughs> can't be trusted to take a bath together. Um, be, uh, Will has almost died twice just because. Oh, my God. Like, they'll be playing. Will loves water. He's a water bug. Like, full on loves water. Yeah. Sits there and splashes his hands and enjoys it and has a blast. 
Ben will dump water around and on himself and on the toys and things like that. Totally two great things if they were separate. The number yeah. of times that Will has gotten water dumped on his head and then swallowed some oh, of it on the yeah. way down and almost died twice. Like, um, it kids can't do it anymore. They they have to shower because yeah. it's the only way that I can control the water regulation um around them. Yeah. Ugh. It's it's tough. Um uh, this phase of life and this episode turned into a complaint about our kids episode and good because we needed one. Boy I did we need it. one. This is good. Let's keep going. <laughs> this phase of life and it's it's hard until you like take a step back and look at it from the outside because when you're in it you're the emotions yeah. that I feel are like sadness a little bit you know like frustration and and a little bit of like disappointment because yeah both of us have this this goal of how can we be the best at right the idea of breaking generational stereotypes the idea of of being the best dad that we can be and like truly being active and involved in our kids lives are something we take very seriously and i feel like yeah. the more i do it the le- like the worse i am at it Right. If that makes it like, right. Every time I try and be better, I feel like I'm doing worse. Right. And in this phase, we're talking about this. And I'm like, I, there's a lot of times I don't feel like a good dad because I'm constantly saying, no, don't do this. No, don't do that. You can't do that. Can't pour yeah. water on your head. Spit that out. Will, why are you walking around putting pieces of paper in your mouth? You know, like the, yeah. The, then getting my fingers bit and the kids are yelling and Ben's not listening. And it's like, uh, it is, chaos and energy draining and then at the end of the day i have no like true energy to do anything because you're just mentally processing and trying to focus on on being the best person you can be in that moment um it is it is draining and difficult and like to sit back and be able to identify and see like you're going through the same thing i'm going through is yeah extremely relieving um like yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. that my kids aren't special, right? Like all kids are naughty. Right. All kids have their own thing, but like it is truly, I, you know, a shared experience. The fact that like, I'm not alone in this. My kids aren't, aren't the only, you know, wild children out there. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, I do find myself a lot of times saying, you know, probably more than anything else. Like, more than praising almost saying stop that you know don't do That's... that whatever it might be yesterday again like another example i got home from work we had to go pick up groceries um so i got in the car with kayla and the kids and we went out to get groceries and we have two light up i don't know what you call it they're like light up wands that have like the almost thread like things at the end phalanges attached to them that light up to like you know and they spin around and they make a little yeah yeah yeah. these ones don't do that but like it's just like a i don't know i don't know how to describe it a wand with a bunch of like thread like yeah phalanges coming off of it yeah that lights up anyway we have two of them and uh one's blue and one's red and they're in our car and grayson had a blue one and cora had a red one and in that moment she really wanted blue one Mm. um or she we could she didn't have the red one at that time and she just like started taking it from grayson right like not talking to him not asking him just ripping it out of his hands and then i was like oh my god cora stop 
you know, he's playing with it. It's not your toy right now. Like, you need to let him play with it. And then, you know, she's having a fit. I'm like, okay, here's the red one. So she's happy with the red one for a little bit. And then she starts, like, taking it and trying to play with him with it and, like, getting him in the face. And these little threads are, like, annoying and can mm-hmm. poke you in the eye and be irritating. And she gets him in the eye a couple times. I'm like, Cora, stop. Like, you cannot do that. Like, please play nicely. And then they're still doing it. And then she's like, no, I want the blue one. And then she's, like, having a fit. And then she takes, she took it. She took something and she threw it at me. And I was like, Cora, do not throw this at me. If you don't want it, like, don't play with it. You're not having the blue one. And then I gave it back to her and she did something again. And I looked at her and I was like, if you do this again, I'm throwing it out the window. And she was being frustrating and doing it again and whining and crying and complaining that she wants this one that Grayson has. And I took the one that she was using, this red one, and I said, you don't want this one? And she was like, no. And I threw it to the back of the car in the trunk. And I was like, okay, you're done. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't reach it anymore. You can't have it. You're going to have to deal with Grayson with this one. Like, having this one, you're going to have to deal with it. Sorry, kid. Like, like, I was getting so frustrated. That line. So I've, as a parenting philosophy, something I, from growing up, I grew up around a lot of young kids. So did you. Something I've always noticed that I've, that I've wanted to stick with is called, is like consistent uh, punishment discipline is the word that first comes to mind, but it's not that it's just when I say like, just being true to my word is the best way to put it. Right. I don't want to be wishy-washy. I don't want to be like, Oh, you can't have that. Oh, you can't. I don't want to say that six times. If I say you can't have it when you're done with it or when you, you know, if you do this, you can't have it, can't have it. That's the end of it. That is the hardest thing to stick to as a parent. It's the hardest thing. Hardest thing I've found. Yeah. Because like the reaction that you have to live through when you draw that hard line is crazy, right? Because toddlers are emotional and they, they don't understand their actions. And this is teaching them the consequences of their actions, but like teaching them and doing it. And then on the flip side of it, knowing that right line of like, I don't want to be overly harsh and overly, you know, punishing of like, you did it once and now you're done with it. Right. But I'm not going to give you 16 chances to keep breaking rules, keep breaking rules, keep breaking rules before I have to implement uh, a consequence, right? Like consistent consequence, but like drawing that line, finding out what's right, what's wrong, how it feels in the moment. And it always feels bad. It always feels bad to Uh like, yeah, I mean, just, you know, you have to do it and it feels bad still every time. It's the most heartbreaking thing I found as a dad. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. So every night it's just been like some sort of fight with Cora about something. And then she storms off and has a fit and we let her have her moment. And then eventually we all come back together and are a happy family at the end of the day. Um, But boy, howdy, man, this, this stage is tough. And I don't think it's going to get any easier for a little while until they understand consequences a little bit more of actions right of things that they do because right now our kids are three years old right like yeah well and they have no it sounds (laughs) terrible but like they don't have an a role model in the house that's going through what they're going through right i'm so curious to see how like grayson and will hit this toddler phase because of course they're going to hit the toddler phase they're going to you know be defiant and not you know 
but they'll have an older sibling that by this time will be five and will be able to know right from wrong and be going to school and learning more than just right from right. wrong, you know, things like that. And I'm curious to see how they go through it compared to Cora and Ben who are just like going through it hardcore first time around, you know? Um, right. Uh, it'll be, it'll be interesting. It is very difficult. Like I, everybody always warns you about three-year-olds. And when Ben hit yeah. like two and a half and I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, he's a little defiant, but you know, he's still, we can talk through it. We can get through it. I was truly and fully unprepared for a, a full disobedient, not listening toddler. Yeah. I think that is the hardest part of the yeah. whole thing. And you like, Saying that out loud makes me like Ben's not a naughty kid, right? Cora's no. not a naughty kid. But saying that your no. t- your child does not listen and they are disobedient makes them feel like makes you feel like they're naughty and they're not. They're just toddlers going right. through a a phase. But it's so hard to distinguish between those two because in the moment, all you feel is the defiance and the 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 breakdown of it. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, I would be, uh, I would feel better about it if my kids just ate food because my kids don't eat. <laughs> my big one is, is on that kick right now. And we are pretty staunchly a what's for dinner is what's for dinner kind of family. Um, gotcha. Ben gets to eat, gets to. If he doesn't eat dinner, for the most part, he will eat like we have those fruit pouches. We lean pretty yeah. heavily on the fruit pouches because they're just yeah. fruit puree. Um, and Ben likes those, and that's like at least mostly healthy. Um, but like he also wants ice cream, so he won't eat dinner and be like, I want ice cream. I want ice cream. You can't have ice cream until yeah. you have dinner. I want ice cream. I want constant fights, constant fights about that. Yeah. Um, All the time. And then he's too busy to eat dinner and then he wants to eat it on the couch and we eat at the table. And it's like even more battles that are just constant boundary border pushing. And the hard thing about this, because I've talked for a while, how Ben is in a border like boundary pushing phase, because that's what toddlerism is, is learning what you, right. What line you can cross, what you can't. The biggest issue is now he is defying it when I say no. When it when he was mm-hmm. younger, he would try it, and then we'd have to say no, have to say no, and eventually he would come back. Just right now, he's just full on. I want what I want, and I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. do what I want, and it's it, just exhausting, just purely and utterly yeah. exhausting. Yeah, it's it's tough, and like my kids will eat very select things. Like they'll eat spaghetti, they'll eat pizza. Um, and chicken nuggets and french fries. And then outside of that, that's kind of it. They'll eat berries, and, like fruit, and then that's it. Grayson is really, he doesn't eat as much as Cora does, uh, even at when Cora was that age. Mm-hmm. Um, Cora, at least, will snack on, like, a bowl of peas and mixed vegetables. Like, she'll eat frozen vegetables that have been thawed like yeah. and she loves them and she'll eat carrots and oranges and apples and things like that grayson just wants 
goddamn fruit snacks all the time. He just goes into a cupboard and just pulls out every fruit snack we have, and that's all he'll eat. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, we have pouches, and he will get a hankering for a pouch, like, once every other week, mm-hmm. and that's about it. You know, because I would much rather him go for a pouch yeah. than the fruit snacks. Yep. But, ah, oh, man, he, like, he is not one with the vegetables. Where Cora, Cora loved vegetables at Grayson's age. Uh, he is not having it at all. It is, it is challenging all around. I, there is no other way to put it. And it's, Ugh. you know, right now, Will eats everything, so I'm hoping that sticks. I'm hoping, like, this is a... Right. But Ben also ate everything when he was his age. And the problem is, it's not that Ben won't eat specific foods. There's nothing about the food itself. It's if he's choosing to eat dinner that night or not. He doesn't dislike dinner. Like, granted, today we had mac and cheese, which is one of his favorites. But, like, yesterday we had, um, like, these, uh, we had broccoli, potatoes, and um, we made, like, mini meatloafs. Mm-hmm. which was a recipe Katie found. Um, so we had like some meatloaf and then um, uh, broccoli and potatoes. Made like two potatoes and a piece of broccoli and then just left the table and never came back. Right. <laughs> and then he wanted a popsicle while he was running around and playing. Right. And it's like, that is, that's the difference. It's not that he won't eat the food that's in front of him, but he just, or it's not about the food. It's about the, do I have the time and patience to sit down and eat dinner? And most of the time, the answer is no. No, no, not at all. And the way that I've been looking at it as of recently um, is Cora's going to school, right? She's at school, what, seven hours a day, mm-hmm. eight hours a day almost? Like, she's at school. She's being on. She's learning. She's being... um good she's listening so much because she's anxious she's an anxious girl um but those moments after she gets home from school she sits and she watches her tablet and she's basically quiet for like two hours and i get it right like after work i don't want to i don't want to do anything sure right like i want to sit and they they have a lot more energy than we do yeah right so like i think that these outbursts are because i i hear it pretty often that like you know you raise your kids right when they come home and act out because they feel comfortable in their home enough to push those boundaries and let loose and do things. Where at school, she's going to listen. She's going to do what she's told, you know. Yeah. She's going to help clean up. But when she's here, she's comfortable enough to be herself and, and act out and, and know that we will, at the end of the day, love her regardless, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anything else you want to vent about with your kids? <laughs> Let's be sure that we just wrap up on a positive. So, give me one thing that you love that your kids are doing right now. Oh God. Um, I know it's a hard one. They. That's tough. Grayson is talking a lot. He's all. He's at that stage where he is saying more than not in the fact that like it's our language which we've talked about before like he's saying words that we understand but nobody else does but he's so polite he says thank you so he'll say like daddy baba 
and and he'll I'll give it to give it to him and he'll say like thank you for baba and like then just take it and it's like oh buddy you're so precious um I also love that he's a big snuggly boy mm-hmm. um every morning um I love that Cora uh I love that she is just um she she's getting to the point where she wants to play with Gray but she'll also you know, she plays with him tough, yeah. kind of like how Ben does with Will. But she's also excited to see him. Uh, oh, the other cute. day, Kayla picked Cora, picked Cora up from school, and they picked Grayson up. And Grayson saw Cora. Cora saw Grayson. And then Cora, like, I guess, rubbed his head when he came out. I was like, hey, little buddy, how was your day? Like, it was like... Very cute. Having those moments of... Um, she's trying to get him to be defiant with her too, which is also kind of cute. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's <laughs> they're gonna tag team. You just wait. Yeah, um, yeah, and she is just becoming her own person even more. And um, I love that that she's finding the songs that she likes. She's finding the shows that she likes. She's picking out clothes that she likes. She likes to do her makeup, which I love. That's cute. Uh, it's funny to see her do makeup. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with these kids. What about you? Love it. Um, with Ben, I love his imagination. The the kid is mm-hmm. uh like I talked about how he lines his cars up. He'll do it if when he gets in that mood, he'll do it for hours, and he'll have. Yeah a purpose for every car. He'll have a direction for every car. He'll, you know, like I said, they're lining up for the airport. He'll have a story on why they're going to the airport. He'll like, you know, like it is his imagination is getting really great, which is awesome. Um, and it's hard because I, I want to give him the time to grow that, but then you're also trying to parent and, you know, uh, manage like, let me. I I would like Will to participate in that, but he's not in that age yet. So I'm really looking forward to the day they can do that together. Um. Yeah. And have those those like imaginative times together. Um. Everybody wants Bluey and Bingo, so um that would be cool. I would look forward to that. Um. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, his imagination is awesome right now, and I I just love it. I think it's it's really cool. Um. When he gets that 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 thing churning, um. What he can think about. Um, so that's Ben. Uh, Will is in his baby deer phase, and it is the cutest thing of all time. Yeah. Uh, he like is slowly, you know, growing this walking. He started like a couple of steps from the like standing up on the couch, and then taking a couple of steps, and standing up on this, and taking a couple of steps. Now he will walk from like the couch all the way to the kitchen, you know, or he'll walk from the couch all the way to the hall, and then he'll fall, and then he'll crawl. Um, but like his walking right now he's so unbalanced and uncoordinated about it it's like every step you think he's gonna fall but it's the funniest thing in the world like because he's still got his little baby buddha belly so he's like like just toddling back and forth you know like a hard step here a hard step there like it's not fluid at all it's just the funniest thing of of all time um and uh yeah so that's really it's it's great and they're both really cute so that i'm lucky that uh that they're cute because yeah. I don't know if that they would have survived this long if they weren't. <laughs> and that's why, that's why right. they're designed to be cute. Exactly. Exactly. Um, 
Well, awesome. So before we really go, I want to end on a spooky note because it's October. It is October. Uh, real quick, what's your biggest fear? A couple biggest fears. Do you have anything that like really freaks you out that isn't like, you know, mm. I don't know, something, you know, like Kay. crazy? I'm going to stall a little bit and tell you about my oldest greatest fear because I think my Kay. my adult greatest fear is far too real. You know, it's right. It's dying and leaving my kids with nothing and nobody remembering me. Yeah, That's yeah. I mean like yeah. It's way too real. I don't want anything existential. Yeah. Um but <laughs> growing up I was really afraid. So the first like scary movie I remember watching is the is the The Ring. Yeah. And like that type of scary person, like the ring, mm, the grudge, mm-hmm. you know, like um I guess that's kind of like ghosts in your house, but it's more like like demons in the house, if that makes, you know, not ghosts, but like yeah. demons in the house. That would that was my like spooky fear growing up is like demons in the house, like you're going to wake up with a you know, somebody standing over you, you're going to wake up with, you know, uh, yeah, that I was never afraid of like, Oh, the box is moving across the room by itself or the chair is rocking by itself. It was right. True, tangible demons in my house. For sure. Um, mine is open closets, not fully open closets, cracked open closets. I get that. Um, I look at my closet every night and I hate it. I hate looking at my closet who knows what's coming out of that closet that night uh but they freak the hell out of me closets scare the hell out of me um and then to segue into one other thing um horror sleepwalks hate it and we found that out last night hate it last night i woke up and i would i will generally wake up if i hear my kids get up in their rooms i heard cora start to tussle in her bed. Mm-hmm. So I woke up and I laid there just waiting for her to come into our room like normal. So I like hear a few noises, but I don't hear like any real footsteps. And then from my bed, I see the kitchen light turn on. And I immediately, so I see the kitchen light turn on and I, and I stop for a second and I think, and then I hear mumbling in the kitchen. <laughs> and I ran into the hallway and like at a full yell, I was like, Cora, like, Cora, are you out here? Like, Cora? And she's just kind of mumbling and talking. And I walk out into the kitchen and she had turned on the kitchen light and gotten into her, we call it her tower, her yeah, stool I'm... that's at the counter and was standing at the counter just talking. And she looked at me and she just like started crying. And... She was just like, I'm sorry, like, but, like, kind of mumbling. I was like, Cora, Cora, like, are you okay? Like, it's okay. Like, are you okay? And she's just like, I'm sorry, like, bad, I'm sorry. And I was like, it's okay, it's okay. And I took her and, like, picked her up and took her back to, I was like, you can go lay in our bed. Um, and then she just cried in our bed for a few minutes. But, uh, yeah, she, uh, she, so she sleepwalks now. And... That's kind of scary. That is the creepiest thing. Make sure that you securely lock your doors. Um, I also slept walk oh, yeah. as a kid and ended up on the front lawn. So, oh god. Yep. Uh, yep. Make sure you lock your doors. Um, but uh, yeah, I 
the worst Ben does is he'll have a nightmare. He'll he'll wake up just mm-hmm. bawling, um, but won't remember it. Like it's not one of those that like if I ask him about it the next day or even if I ask him about it that night, he's not actually awake when he's crying. He's like half awake when he's crying, and all I have to do is go lay in there and then he'll go back to sleep. Um, but uh, sleepwalking would be absolutely horrifying. Yeah, it's it's terrifying, especially in this house. Well, uh, yeah, you you already have a haunted house, so. Yeah, Grayson the other day woke up and just like started screaming and just was yelling scary and pointing at his door. So that was cool too. Um, oh. so. We're here, baby. October. It it's is here. very spooky up in this house right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's get out of here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let these people go. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you. If you haven't already, give us a like, a comment, a subscribe, a rating, all that good stuff. Um, we really appreciate it. Um, thank you so much for coming for coming back every week, regardless of what we're talking about. We appreciate you so much. Um, if you haven't, go check out forefathers.com as well. Shop forefathers.com for some cool shirts, hats, socks. Um, they got stuff for you and your kids. Um, and if you do that and you check out using code BDE25, you'll get 25% off your full purchase. Um, so don't forget to check out shopforefathers.com. And uh, hey, thanks to Plan Ant for having us on their podcast network. We appreciate it. Go follow us on our social media. We're at Big Dead Energy Pod on Facebook and Twitter and at Big Dead Energy Podcast on Instagram. Uh, go drop us a follow, send us a message. Uh, we love interacting, uh, talking to you guys on there. We mostly respond. There's uh, me, Joe, and my wife, Katie, are all on the Instagram, so we all try and chip in and send a message back. Um, so go uh, go send us a message on there. Uh, like Joe said, go uh, like, rate, subscribe, um, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. So um, we appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you next week. I am Jared Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, take your tongues twice before you use them. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.